Hey everybody, welcome to Conversation of Romance, the podcast. How is everybody? We are coming to you live from a slightly chilly, slightly damp and cold Ringgold, Georgia. The battlefield campground. It used to be a KOA. These KOAs got fancy now, didn't they? So, if you're coming here for a uh, for a happy, cheery podcast, you might be in the wrong place. <laughs> last time we, last time I talked to you guys, we were, uh, or yesterday when I talked to you guys, we were happy and 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 moving forward in a brand new, like one week old dating. We've been we saw each other like five times, every almost every day of the week because I've traveled and yada yada yada, which we'll get to later. But. <clears throat> Let me digress. My name is Jeff Johnson, and you welcome to Conversational Romance. We're here whenever we can. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're live everywhere. And that's where I met our lovely guest today, Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you? Howdy. I'm doing great. What brings you on here today, man? Why do you want to? Why do you, Why do you want to talk to some strange dude you just met today on Instagram? I mean, on TikTok and on a podcast. What's up, I saw you talking about something, and you can only type so many words in the little message thing on TikTok. I'm happy. Oh, I'm sitting in a van. I'm about to do a big hike tomorrow, and so I'm just sitting in a van in Texas waiting for the weather to clear. A big hike in Texas? Where are you hiking? Yeah. It's called the Lone Star Texas Trail. It's 90 miles, and it's pretty muddy, but it's all good. Yeah. Well, I was born and raised in Texas, man. I'm a Texas boy. Where? Denton, Texas. Up I know north. Denton. Everybody I know Denton. knows Denton. They go. They everybody likes to see you in T up there, right? My uh, maiden name was Wortham, and you might know Wortham is right close by. No, I have no idea. Athens? Athens? I know where Athens is. Yeah. That's real close. Oh. All right. Well, so let me, let's talk about So Conversational Romance is the name of the podcast, and what we do is basically we talk about my life, because I don't have any other <laughs> things to talk about. I don't know what else to talk about, right? <laughs> I want to talk about the, the Conversational Romance name. It came, it's not a... We're not trying to romance your pants off of you, right? The whole idea of conversation romance is we're trying to bring back romance in normal conversation. And I don't mean like, you know, hey, baby, I'm in line at the bank and I really want to make love to you. Nothing like that. That's not it. More of a... That is a really nice color of blue on you, ma'am. Thank you for sharing it and I hope they're paying you royalty to wear it because you make it. Right? <laughs> That 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 kind of that that kind of compliment I think is is if it's genuine and it's real and it's not designed to give in your pants, I think that is a more purposeful, thoughtful compliment. I, anybody can tell your hair looks great today, right? Yep. But when they say move that color, that blue, and that hair, that ma'am, you that works today, <laughs> right? Yeah, being authentic that, and genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if if a man told you, if a man came up to you and said that in the middle of the grocery store, how would you feel about that? Complimenting. Well, just saying something yeah. nice, I, I respond, I'm in Texas right now and everybody's nice, so, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. just, just today when I went to the grocery store, this guy was out of a compliment, and he wanted to know why I was so in shape, and it was a genuine compliment, so. Was he hitting on you? He was just being nice. That's the thing. So, I'm not sure that outside of the southern states that we can say nice things to women and not think they're hitting on us, right? Not, we're thinking, hitting on them, I mean. It, it, it's true. I did a TikTok video one time where I complimented someone on the video, and everyone's like, "You can't say that." You know, if I said that, it would be you know, harassment. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, how when did the, what when did it turn into a harassment to give someone a compliment?" But yeah. unfortunately, in some places, that's how they see it. 
Yeah, well, that's how they're seated around here. <laughs> but know. I'm 54, and I, I'm over it. Like, if I want to give a compliment, I give a compliment. Yeah, good for you. And my mom did that, too. I mean, she had no problem going up to somebody and saying what she thought, male or female. If she liked what they were doing or wearing or how they whatever, yeah. she would tell them. So, you're, so you grew up that way? You grew up in that environment? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I grew up in an environment where you compliment somebody because you want something from them. Yeah, I, right. that gets me in trouble because I don't read it that way. Well, I don't, I don't do that either. I don't agree with that, but that's how I was taught. That's what my mom did. That's what everybody did, right? Yeah. I mean, it might, yeah, oof. Anyway, ah, <laughs> there's a lot of things that we could talk about my mom, but I don't think that's a different podcast, right? <laughs> so a little bit of my history. I don't know if you know history, and if you're out there watching for the first time, which most of you are, <laughs> I don't get many repeats. Shocking. Oh, but, gosh. uh I have been married, I'm 54 years old. I've been married five times. Wow. I've had two marriages that lasted a year or less. No, three marriages that lasted a year or less. One that lasted eight years and one that lasted six years. All right. right. So what do you got? I was married one time for 20 years and I've been divorced for uh, 10 years. And since in the last year, I've found out what a different world it is. What do you mean? Uh, I, I remember when I first got divorced and I uh, got on a dating site and I was just so naive. And, uh, like, I mean, I told the person they could come meet me at my house and, you know, they showed up and they were, um, let's say, impaired. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I just, I didn't know what I was doing. It was, wow. it was a di- you know, in 20 years of being with the same person, you jump out of that into something else. It's just different. Yeah. So, kind of a, are you safe? Or you, did he hurt? Are you good? You well, made it out of that okay? Funny. I was actually moving, so I wasn't worried because I wasn't going to be in that home for one more week. So it actually yeah. worked out really well, but it was a lesson to me. And he, he actually was a very sweet person, um, and I think he kind of knew that he didn't present himself the way yeah. he was on the profile. So he showed up and I don't know what if you he was hoping impaired? that I was lying, but. What do you mean impaired? Uh, he was, it, I don't know what kind of drug he was on, but like oh. most of his teeth and he was just, I think it was meth, only because I was around in my town, but mm. it, I just felt bad because he was really messed up. Yeah. He wasn't drunk and he wasn't high. He was something else. Mm. That's a rough one. Maybe you got out of there. Maybe somebody was watching over you on that one, huh? I, I have, thankfully I have a few angels out there. <laughs> I, mm. I don't always make good choices to come out on top somehow. Now, now you said that you you're you're broadcasting to us live. You're coming to us live from Texas right now. Are you actually in a prison in Texas? And the hike is like your excursion tomorrow. What the hell is your you know, background here? What are you doing? I cannot confirm or deny that. No, I live oh, in a van. I'm a nomad. I quit my job, um, and I just decided I didn't want to work anymore. Oh, now we're gonna have a chat. Now Uh-oh. we're gonna have a chat. Oh, what did I step into? No, you didn't step in anything. But you're definitely what two years late for van life. For van life popularity, so you definitely got it less expensive. How but because so? I mean, Cause, I, mean, I well, started in 2020, life. but I was hiking in 2020. So where were you living in in 2020? I was living in a tent. I hiked the Appalachian Trail, Georgia. To so that's not a van life. No, no, no. Right, but then I but bought you... a van. Okay. So I've been doing so, this all right, for well, years. So you, so you lasted longer than the rest of them, is what you're saying? 
Yeah, because I'm not necessarily, like, people are working and living out of their van, or they're raising kids, or they're doing whatever they're doing, even trying to make money yeah. on TikTok. That's not what I'm doing. I am what are you on doing? permanent vacation. I'm traveling, hiking. Like, three days ago, I was in Cancun with some friends. Um, have a suit. I mean, you name it, I hike it. I do it. I so do you like do you work the truck stops for in the in the mid meantime to support yourself or did you just uh, no really, I really rented well out, I rented out my home but it is funny because if you were to look out my window I am actually yeah. I don't know if you can see that but I'm at a truck stop yeah, there so, you go you gotta make girls gotta make a living that's ah. kind of funny you would say that but no I am um, I don't need to do that to make money I'm here on the money so I don't have I just I make enough money to my so. Yeah, and that's that's perfect. I mean, that that's that's kind of what I'm hoping to do with the boat down in the Keys, right? Oh yeah. Um. So what kind of boat is it? It's a houseboat. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, and it's in Florida, uh, Key West. It's all in Key West. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's in a marina in Key West. Very nice. So, yeah, yeah I am. Um, what? You know, I have the dream of a sailboat. I became a captain on a sailboat through ASA and. So what I'm working on that one right now. I think I have a friend who's going to let me sail on the boat for a few months. What kind so of sailboat? Basically, I go where the adventure is. Whatever opportunities come, I jump. I'm going to ask you one more time, and then I'm going to leave okay. it alone. What, you, what kind of sailboat? What kind of sailboat what? Yeah, what kind of sailboat do you like? What kind oh. of boats do you like? Well, so I was certified on a cat, and it was like a 55-foot cat. Um, but my you really consider that sailing? Like, I have it. You really consider a cat sailing? No, no. We actually spend more time using the motor. And honestly, yeah, no. You, yeah. They had their engines were really But uh, yeah, so I learned on a forty-six dot one Benadale mono out in California. It was a really smooth boat, really easy boat. And then we went to cats, and I'm like, "The hell are we do? I don't need to learn that shit over there." Yeah, it's they equated it to a shopping cart, and I was like, "Okay, uh, that's kind of true." Anyway, so yeah, no, I'm maybe. not. It's an adventure. So have you ever been on any of these, uh, have you ever been on the Facebook groups, World Crew Site, World Sail Crew Sites? No, I have not. Oh, shit. Have you heard about them? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I've no, been following those. What? I'm, yeah, no, no I, I, I'm looking for it, but, you know, it's just not, at, right now I'm doing a hiking stuff and I'm going to shift to another phase. Okay. <laughs> well, I've, I've, I've read some pretty good stories on that. We can move on. So, 20 years. What happened after 20 years, lady? Oh, quite simple. He cheated. He knew that the only reason I would not stay married was if he cheated, and so I left. Did you do it on purpose? Did you cheat on purpose? Yes. He cheated yes. to get rid of you? No, no, no. Um, no, he had too much to drink and made some poor choices and it continued, and so. Was that the first time in 20 years? Uh... No, when it was all said and done, it was, um, it happened five years prior to that, and then someone else, and then again. So, he confessed to all of it without me. So. So, two times. Two times. Yep. How many times do you think your granddad cheated on your grandmother? Um, I don't know my grandparents, but I know my dad. Um, yeah. and he actually cheated on my mom, and she went over to the house and slashed the tires in front of the girlfriend's house. And he never did that again. Did he get married? Did did they get divorced? No, they no, they stayed married until he passed away. And my both of my parents are gone. So why didn't you why didn't you go slash his tires and stay married to him? Me? Yeah. 
Oh, no way. No, okay. I mean, he knew. I, I, before we got married, I told him. That's it. Like, there's no do-over. Everybody, that's what everybody says. I'm a, everybody says it. I stay to my word. I mean, I, it, it wasn't even a question. Like, and it was kind of a big deal because I'm, he was a county counselor and anyway, like, it was the front page of the newspaper and it was a big deal. And okay. I was out. And I don't, and I, I, I wanted to teach my kids. I had two kids, one's 25, one, they, one was at the time, one grade seven And I wanted them to know that this is not okay. So, mm. and I, and I'm not saying that that's right for everyone. But for, because I have friends who something like that happens and they are happily married right now. That's just not me. I'm friends are with they, my ex. Are they happily married or are they happily married on social media? Uh, when I see them, like I just spent time with, out of the five ladies that I spent with in Coon, two of them went through something similar. Not mm. exactly. Because right. one of the females, but anyway, they are happy married now. They work through it. I'm just not. I'm just not made that way. And so, and I'm not. No, I'm, I'm friends with my ex. I mean, we are genuinely friends now. It took um, nine years, <laughs> so we've been friends for about a year. But when I fell and hit my head on a hike, and it was really scary. I called him to make sure I could drive with the head injury to the hospital. You know, so. Right, We're so you care back. enough for him to call it to be your backup, but you don't. Yeah, that's weird, lady. I don't know how you guys. Uh, that is so weird. You know, I know I, people don't understand it, but he's the father of the kids, and I don't he's care. I just so, but yeah, I mean, what? I, and I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm, I'm like, I'm glad you had him in your life to be there for you. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. just saying, from a male's perspective, from a male looking into it from the outside perspective, that's pretty shitty. I, I'm not good enough. For for to talk about, I mean, now if y'all want to get divorced that before the cheating, that was just a catalyst. I don't give a shit. But I'm talking from my from outside looking in, not knowing any details. Remember this, right? From the from the on the just the breastplate of it. Yeah. It it, it just it's like I want I, I believe, and this is not you in particular. But now that you brought it up, I'm going to go into a rant. <laughs> so give me a little room. Go for it. I. It's like y'all want. I feel what the hell is going on here. I, I feel like I drank too much because you're blurry. So oh, you it, it, it's almost like when I don't know. You want the you want some of the benefits of marriage, but not the responsibilities of taking care of the man, right? I want to be safe when I hurt my head and make sure that the kids are good because blah 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 blah. I, I blah but I don't want you in my life. No 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 no. I'm not spamming. Stop stop. See yeah, yeah. please stop. This is not about you. This is about me. Oddly enough. Why the fuck are we doing this? What the hell is my camera doing? Stop, camera. Why am I having camera issues? Anyway. Well, we'll see if that's better. So, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about just you and me. What in the shit? People is going on here. So I'm not talking about just you. I'm talking about also, look at, uh, who was that uh, Tyrese guy? That guy from Fast and Furious, the tall, the tall black guy. Remember him? If it has from anything to do with I only know the real world. I don't know anything about entertainment. Right. So he's in, or, he's in Hollywood, right? He's a, yeah. he's he's making shit, tons of money. You know, I think his net worth is like 140 million or something like that. And and his 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 uh, he didn't cheat, didn't do anything. His wife said, "You know what? He's not helping me enough with the with the kids." And, and this is a whole this document all on social media, right? And basically, she I want a divorce. And then afterwards, she's he's like she's like, "Hey, I, I need some help with this." And he's like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, no." You divorced me, and now you want to get back. Now you want my help for this and for that. You left when the kids, you took the kids, you took my money, you did everything else. And 
for nothing, for no reason, just because you weren't happy, you weren't respected enough in this relationship. And instead of talking about it and working on it, you left. I hear you. And that's happening a lot. Yeah. And I feel, I feel that now we're getting back to me. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened to me today. So help me I, out. You got to give me a little history on this because I only caught a little bit of your life. Right. And that's so. Tell me what happened. All right, so let's pick this up. So we go, we, let's go back two weeks, right? Or maybe two weeks, I don't know. Yeah, we didn't talk long. So so uh, this lady and I started chatting during a live on TikTok. And from there, we talked offline on TikTok. Then we then we shot a podcast together, right? With a, It was a group podcast. And, yeah. and and after that, we started talking again. For, the next, for, the, for three or four days, we talked a lot. And it hit me on Tuesday. I'm like, you know what? I am not doing this shit. I am not falling for a lady on the telephone, on the video chat. I'm not doing it. I'm a touchy feely guy. If we're not, and you know, how many times you meet somebody in real life and they're fake? Like you're like you're a guy, you're meth head guy. So I drove. I said, hey, if you don't mind, there's no pressure. I don't. I don't mind saying we have to do anything. I'm going to come up there. I have an RV. I can work from there. No pressure. And we came up. We went out on a few dates, and it was great. It really was. It, we fell into it. It was smooth. We didn't have sex. We didn't. We didn't go crazy on the physical stuff. It was really just getting to know each other. We went to church one day, and then uh, we were made. We made plans early in the week. And this is the this is a long version that I couldn't do online. So we made plans early in the week to go out to dinner with some friends of theirs. And on Tuesday, I said. Are we, are we going to, I sent her, I sent her three, three options that I, that I, I saw where we were going to go that were dog friendly and say, how do these places look? And she goes, they look great. I'll let you know. I don't know if we can find a dog friendly one, but I'll let you know. I said, okay. Then we, just, we didn't really talk about it. Anymore. And then she comes in last night and said, oh, I'm coming in. I'm going to run a little bit late. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I said, okay, me and Trip get in the car and we go to the, the, the city and we get out in the parking lot and she goes, what are you doing? I said, taking Trip in. He's not allowed here. This is not a dog-friendly restaurant. And I said, wait, what? What? I said, fine. I'll go walk him. And so I got mad. I got a little, I got a little hurt right there, like confused. Like, what the fuck happened here, right? Right. I felt sabotaged. I felt bum-rushed, bum-fuggled, you know, hit from the side, right? All that yeah, kind yeah. of shit. So I go, uh, I go walk trip. He takes a shit in some neighborhood, and I'm, I'm so pissed. I didn't pick it up, right? I know karma. Thank you. I'll get it. But I didn't pick it up. I go back and I said, and I walked to him. I said, you know what? I said, withholding information is the same as manipulation. And she said, and according to her now, she said that I was not, I'm not allowed to, I'm not allowed to claim. I'm not allowed to say that I feel manipulated. That's what she said today when she came back. I said, what, why? I said, you mean a man can feel anything he wants as long as he doesn't feel this to you? He goes, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to be, if you feel like I'm manipulating you, then I'm not going to be in this relationship. And I said, first of all, I didn't say I felt like you were manipulating me. I said, I said withholding information is the same as manipulation. And if you took it to heart, maybe that's an issue, right? So... After we after we had that little exchange in the parking lot, we go in and have dinner. Now she didn't say anything to dinner, and, and after dinner she said, "I was afraid to speak to my friends because I was afraid I would trigger you again." Oh no! Yeah. All right. So I'm like, all right, fine. You're afraid of me now, 
And we came back to the RV, we talked about it, we made out on the couch, everything was fine. And this is going to get graphic if you don't want to hear graphic, but I think it's important. So we go, we make out, and we talk about it, and we go, are we okay? Yeah, we're fine. Let's go. Let's move forward. And she, I want to kiss. So we start making out. Still all over the clothes, nothing, in, nothing inappropriate. We have still not known each other in a biblical way. She leaps. And I get a message. I said, she says, dear God, ever since the, 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 my procedures, I thought I was, remember, nobody knows her name, so I'm not telling you, but she said, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be able to work again and my parts didn't work. But I tell you what, I just ruined a pair of pants, just making out with you in the RV. And I'm like, yeah, I guess we're through. We're moving. We're going forward. Right. It doesn't mean we're going to have sex, but it was like, it's a good sign. So I wake up this morning. I'm in a good mood. I send her the more, I love sending morning videos. I say, Hey, sweetheart, da, 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 da. I'm ready to move forward, whatever it is. And she sends back a video going, it's like, good morning, have a good day, we'll see you later. So I, I'm like, I know what this is, the fuck, right? She goes, I just, I'm afraid I can't, I'm gonna, every time I, I can't please you and I can't do this, and I'm like, all right, whatever, hang on. I said, we were supposed to have breakfast this morning. I said, you know what, just forget it. I need some time alone. And then after about an hour of that, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do breakfast. And then she said, no, I already have other plans. I'm like, well, she said, I already have other plans. We can do lunch. Fuck that. I'm out. If you already have other plans in an hour, they're more important than mine. Fuck it. I'm out. <clears throat> if you wanted to, you would. And then she shows up here unannounced. <laughs> I told her she sits on the couch. I'm like, no, no, no. You can't come in here and sit on the couch. Get outside. So she stood in the doorway for the next 15 minutes and proceeded to tell me how great I was. And she has nothing but good things to say about me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? You have, I'm that great, but you're just not that into me, right? She goes, I'm just scared I'm going to trigger you again. And I don't like I that word trigger. I have a thing about that I did not raise my voice. I did not throw a tantrum. I just said, ma'am, and I'm sure it was stern. Give me, I'm, I'm a grown-ass man. I said, <laughs> ma'am, sometimes withholding it from because i would you know now trip's got to stay in her car for two and a half hours during dinner did she not know the dog was in the car with you guys <laughs> yeah well she like, yeah and oh she said but i thought you said it's okay if he does stay in the car i said it is fine if he has to stay in the car he is a dog after all he will be just fine he's a good boy he will be just fine your car will be just fine that's not the point the point is if i had the information that we weren't go that we were not going to a dog friendly place then I would have left him in the RV where he had right, his bed right. and room to room and water and food and yada yada and I feel good and we and, and I was so I'm sitting there the, the whole time at, at dinner going, well, oh my dogs are right, right, what, right. So I wasn't saying anything and that couple that we met, she called she, the first sentence out of her mouth was hi this is my this is my boyfriend he's short, but I like it. And he and he looked at her and he went. You've never ever called me short. What? What? And he, looked, he was like, "You've never called me short." He was pissed. I'm like, "What kind of women are these?" Yeah, that's kind of. Right? So, and and I took it really hard this morning. What? Well, that's right. when I saw you on live. Yeah. So that's this morning. What you saw was taking it really hard. But we we're only talking about six days, right? Yeah. I don't know. So, and this is this is the, this is kind of what I want to talk about in the podcast. I don't know if you have any expertise in this or not. Maybe since your van life, you maybe not. I don't know. How do you date casually? Oh, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. How do you do it? 
Because you know I'm a moving target, right? That's what. That's why. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. How do you date? How do you date casually without giving a shit about the other person? Yeah, I can't say that I don't care about them, but for instance, I met someone coming across. I was in. A, I did the Camino de Santiago in October, and then I took a cruise back to the U.S. and I met someone, and they're going to be flying huh? in to go play in the van with me for two weeks. Like I'm picking them up in three days. All right. We're just friends. I, I told them on the cruise, I said, you want a real Kim, if you want me to be authentic and me, then don't fall for me because when I get to Florida, because that's where we landed, when I get mm-hmm. to Florida, I'm getting in my van and I'm driving to mm-hmm. And he said he understood. And so we just have been talking for the last couple months. And, um, he's coming out here and I'll give him a sense to tell him. That's long distance. But, but like, <laughs> I can go out with anyone. Like, I'm not, we're not dating, but it is someone yeah. I have fun with. That's what I'm talking about. How, how do you want to be casual with somebody? I don't want to do that. You know, as someone said, if it's the right person, then this person is just a really nice person. And I've been very, I used to try to date people. So in the beginning of my life, when I was hiking the Appalachian Trail, I met someone on the trail and I gave it everything I got. I was like, I can do this. And I mean, I moved to Florida and I'm like all in and it just wasn't good at all. And so that's when I hopped in a van <laughs> and started driving around the U.S. Yeah. And then I met another person while driving around the U.S. And I, from Florida again. You're, you're skip, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're skipping from person to person with how, how these end. How do they end? So I drove away in the van for the first one. So I, why, why did it I, end? Why? I was not frightened. You were what? I was. You were not thriving. Yeah, like. How long? How long like, were you with the guy? Um, I made it. Made five it. Five months. I made it five months. It's like, so how long were you happy? Like three weeks, and then just fucked it all. I was, I was really happy it. for two months. Two months is kind of my. If you can make it past two months, then you're something special. So why did you stay for three extra? Um. I really wanted to give this. I thought maybe if I worked on it, we could figure it out. But why? What? Why did you want to work it? Why did you? You started to say you really wanted it to work. I. He was a great guy. I. He, I, I mean, he did all the things that I like to do, but for yeah. whatever reason, he did not. It just didn't work. I mean, what? And what it didn't work? I mean, everyone did you fight had all his, the time. What? Did you fight all the time? I mean. Um, no, actually. Um, Was he happy and you weren't? <sighs> Let's just say he was always stressed out about life and work and everything, and I am definitely more carefree. And then so you're we, weren't, <laughs> we weren't very much aligned, you know? Yeah. So um, why did you want it to work so bad if y'all weren't very much aligned? Or could you not see the misalignment until you stepped away from it? Oh, no, I couldn't see the misalignment until we were living together. And then it was like, oh, God, we're not on the same So all. why did you, what was the decision to live together? Why, what was that, and how long did that take? Well, I came off of the trail, so <laughs> I wasn't living anywhere. And so I'm so like, yeah, why you're not? You're more I of a, you're, I think that's called a hobosexual, right? Uh, yeah, that's it. You just made a point. <laughs> it was a hobosexual. I could, I could be that. Um, and <laughs> Florida's great, I had a great time, but, you know, yeah. then I bought the van and I hit, hit the road. Yeah. And the other one was a very unique situation. I really liked him, but we did we're not. Just a, hey, we're not finished with this one yet. What the hell are you doing, bouncing back and forth, man? We're not finished with this one. Okay. So, what else? So when you when you said I'm out, what was that like? What was the out? 
he was he he was very much determined to figure it out, work it out. Right. And oh, so you so you he was not a quitter. Oh no no no! I mean, probably one of the strongest men I've ever met, and of all the guys that I've gone out with, I've never been with someone so focused on me that when you're at a restaurant, yeah, you know how you did that. I was with guys who would do that all the time, but when I was with this guy, and he he liked the finer things in life, but he didn't see anyone else in the room. Like, yeah, he was so laser focused on me that it was actually almost. I, I was never, I was never used to that, and so it was very flattering. Um, it's so well. Anyway, his mom just called me today to see how I was doing. Mm. <laughs> so I mean, we were really. I mean, I absorbed his family, um, yeah. and actually, my daughter came out to visit, and he, you know, we, there was just something not. not mm. right. Yeah. So that's my. That's goal. very unfortunate. Yeah. Well, no, it's okay. So how did you? So, so you met him on a cruise. So now, so now that you're, so in your, so you've been on the road for four years in this van, right? From a tent to a van for four years, right? Pretty much, yeah. Twenty, so, well, yeah. So how do you meet people in the van life? I mean, you just oh like pulling the. I mean, let me finish with the question first, please. You yeah. gotta let me finish. So do you just like pull in the cracker barrel one night and set up the things and wake up in the morning and see who's showering? Nope. What do you do? Okay, so. I, I live life. I hike. I go on cruises. I everywhere I go, and I meet people all the time. And I know people like when I go to Vegas, I have people that I used to go out with. So we'll go on dates when I'm in town. That's so, is it a date like a romantic date? I'm not asking you're fucking them. That's, all, that's, all, that's another one. I'm saying. Yeah, no, but, I'm. But um, you... I, I mean, I don't mind saying. Um, so I I waited till I was married, and that's not the beginning part of my relationship. If I think I'm going to be with him for the rest of my life, that's a different story. But I don't just go and have sex with people. And so, no, these guys are people that I, they know me. What's, what's preventing you from having sex with people? Oh, because I don't see it as a recreation. I see it as a commitment. Okay, fair It's enough. a very special thing. It's a very special connection. Well, so, I mean, yeah. it's, what about the human connection? What do you do for human touch? Oh, God. I mean, I love everything but, I mean, like, you know, no, no, don't get, no I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying the human touch. You don't have to get graphic. I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't but no, my love language, language. Down to five love languages, my love language is physical touch. So that was but the hardest isolate. thing about my divorce. Was but you isolate quite a bit. One part, but I mean, it, it's just a, it's kind of like in the beginning days, I wouldn't say I love you. That meant something to me. And yeah. I would say, I would even, and this is semantics, and what I would say love you or love you. I'm, I'm just, but if I said I love you, that's a very special thing to me. That's kind of like that. It's, it's um. Now you, yeah. Gotcha. It's just something special that I hold to me. That's interesting. Just me. Well, I definitely. So I've I've basically been on the road in a van or something life since June of last year. You have? Yeah. I mean, we started out. So it was trip, my dog, myself, and my my executive producer. We left in the beginning of July. I was on a motorcycle. I was on my Harley, and she she took my truck with my dog in it. We left Oklahoma. We did you know the no highways at all. We did New Mexico, like the. I mean, I found a road in Mexico that you don't ever want to be on again. Jesus Christ, it was the worst. I've case probably been on it. <laughs> 147 degrees. I'm not. My fingers, my fingers on my bottom of my fingers were scalded from the heat on the road. We did uh, two, we did, yeah, 
And we did New Mexico, Arizona, California, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, uh, Oklahoma. And then Oklahoma to Key West. And then Key West to Oklahoma, Oklahoma to Key West, and then Key West to Georgia, and now I'm going to Georgia to Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that's on the road. Yeah. Yeah, that's that I, that's kind of, my home is in New Mexico. So, and I used to work I hate in the it. States. I hate it. Which? I hate all of it. Too bad. I mean, I love the trips and I love the destination and I love my life, but I hate looking over to that chair and seeing a four-legged fucking dog sitting next there. I love that dog. I love that dog a lot. If, I, I don't know. I, I would be devastated if some, when, when something happens to him, but I'm tired of being alone. I've traveled. So I've also traveled 164 countries, right? I've been around the world sometimes three times a month. Is this related and, to work? Yeah, all work related, right? Yeah. So it was all first class and all business class and all the best shit. And, and I, was, I was on the way there. I was living in huts and mud huts and containers and fucking tents most of the time, right? And shitty hotels. I should ask what you do, but I'm, I'm probably uh -huh. supposed to know. You said you have an executive producer, so I don't understand what you do. So I, I left a career of security work for 23 years to, to try to work on myself and from a, from, from a little bit of a TikTok account, I started doing a podcast that kind of turned into a little, some reading romance novels. Oh, interesting. And now I'm trying to make, I, I want a job in radio. The ultimate job is radio. Oh, wow. I Wait, you have a voice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It says it's, it's the talent I'm lacking. So <laughs> why do you think you haven't met people traveling? Because you're, tra you're out there, you're not hiding in an RV. You sure? You're good looking. You have a great voice. It seems like you oh, know what you like. Thank you, thank you. I do. I, I don't meet people in public. Why? People don't talk. People don't talk to me. No. Why don't I, you talk I, to I, them? I do. I do. I, so so this is so this has been a five year thing, right? I so all the travel I did for work has been travel overseas, right? All alone. But I mean, I just did overseas. No, no, no. Alone. I've done it for twenty three years alone. alone. You got four years. No, no, no. You got don't talk to me in four years. And I'm not I'm not going for vacations either. I'm going and I'm not going to to hike the trail in Puerto to work Rico. In China. I used to work in Singapore. Yeah. yeah, how was how was Baghdad? How's the time you spent in Baghdad? How was Canada? I didn't get Baghdad. How was Karachi? But China was, was pretty crazy. How was yeah, I've been to China. China's a piece of fucking cake. They got they got food. You got every American you got Twix cereal. Right? But it's not Twix. I mean, it looks like Twix, but it's not. It tastes like Twix. Yeah. Fake Twix. Yeah. I, I, I get it. China's a piece of cake. But it's I'm even the about... flight between. I mean, like, you meet people on the flights and the, the no. lounges at the airport. People don't talk I... to me. Uh, I, I didn't, so for, for 23 years, I didn't want to talk to anybody. Okay. Right? Okay. I was, I was, I, I left my, my relationships to travel to save myself. Okay. Right. When I started the company, it didn't even have the position that I had. I just made it. I made it up. And I faked my way through it. I had no formal training in any of it. I just kind of sure. BS my way through it. But now I don't know how to get out of that. So I okay. so what That's fair. So this is over the last three years we've had we've had assignments. I'm obviously not doing this by myself, right? I'm doing this with with I have a team of uh counselors and medicine doctors and I have a you know witch doctor I have all kinds of shit so <clears throat> there's been there's been many a times where I have it I've made assignments to myself I have to go out 
Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I have to go out into public. I have to talk to three strangers. Okay. Right? And it's just like, hey, how you doing? That was the beginning. And then it was like, hey, how you doing? And then try to ask them something else, right? So what do I do in Key West? We go to the beach every morning, right? Then we go back to the boat. Then we go to the, I go to sit in the same, this little local bar, the tree bar on Duval. It's where the locals sit. And I, I say hi. And I, but I'm not, nobody interacts. They just don't. So, <laughs> I have many ideas. Do you want to hear any of them? Or? Shoot. Go for okay. it. Okay. Yeah, go for it. So, they always say, and this is the obvious thing, you do what you love and you'll find the people that love the same thing. So, like, for me, it's mm -hmm. hiking. My passion is hiking. So, right. when I'm out, if I find someone hiking, then we already have something in common. Do you ballroom dance or social dance? or? I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm a really good dancer. That's how I meet people is dancing, you know? Um, yeah, but you got to go to a bar to dance, or you got to go to a dance class to dance. I dance in the street. I dance in the roads. I dance in the kitchen. I'm good. No, no I used to dance. That's how I learned how to dance was bars, right? I learned how to tango in Sao Paulo at 2 a.m. outside of a coffee shop in the street with some 70-year-old woman. That love was it. Possibly the smoking hottest woman I've ever danced with in my life. I believe it, she especially if you're doing the tango. Oh, man. She taught me hours she taught me that way she wouldn't touch me anything else i was like hey baby she, no, this is dancing I was like, ah. <laughs> right. yeah, so, so. you know so i mean again i just um it's very interesting because i can't not meet people like the connection i have when i travel feeds me <laughs> the obvious answer is boobs right <laughs> i may not have any i don't know you can't hmm. see them in here. I've never seen them, but but you were a female. I'm, were you born a woman? Were you born a woman? I was. All right, so you probably have I was have supposed something? to be William Albert, but I came out as a female, so they turned me into a Kim. Well, I don't think Prince Albert really cares if you're a male or female these days, according to the Epstein logs. It's, it's a gender. Albert's fluid now. <laughs> if you see a girl named Albert, wouldn't that be funny? So I think the question is, you know, to, to evaluate. I would... I mean, it sounds like you have a team, you know, I think they should watch you and your interactions because people, I, I can't imagine people not gravitating to you. Um, they don't. Nobody wants to talk to me in public at all. So you got to figure out what it is. Are you, you know, without knowing it, are you projecting something? No, no. I, I, maybe. You have a dog. I'm, you have I, just, a dog. I know. A dog and brings we, the women in. Dude, we sit there all day long and everybody's like, oh, he's so cute. Can I pet him? I say, he gets to decide that, man, not me. And they go, oh, that's so nice. And they go, have a good day. Call it. Nobody talks. Okay, I will tell you this just because it hit me. There was a guy that I was dancing with in Santa Fe. I've known for a long time. We've been friends. And he, while we were dancing, said, he is so lonely. And I said, what's up? And he's like, everyone wants to dance with me, but as soon as I ask for their phone number, they run away. And it's a good-looking guy, but not the best dancer on the dance floor. And I'm thinking, what is wrong with people that mm -hmm. they run away? Okay. So what what has shifted in our world that make people um, misinterpret getting to know someone? You know, why are they living in their bubble? Yeah. Uh, is it too, are there too many gadgets? You know. Oh, well, screen time. Don't get me started on screen time. I just had a conversation with a, uh, a friend of mine that's 27 years old, a female. Yeah. And she, just a friend. We're not doing anything. But she, uh, she's like, I, can, I said, you should leave your phone in your car for dinner dates, right? If you're going to go out to dinner, leave your phones in the car. I right? agree. And she said, I can't. I said, why not? 
She goes, what if my mom or my sister need me? And I said, well, then that ain't the dude for you. If you, if you need to talk to them, or you need two hours. But you understand these people have been on Beck and Call. I grew up where we didn't have answer machines, and so did you. Oh, no answer machines. I lived on a party line. Yeah. You know? And it just... Uh, now, everyone is so used to it. I worked in a government job where I wasn't allowed to have my phone. So it yeah. was very common, even during the phone days, of leaving my phone in the car because you couldn't take it into security. So... Before we get back off on the phones, though, let me tell you something that, that that I think is maybe important. If I wanted to meet just women to date or sleep with, I know how to do that. I spent okay. fifty I spent fifty years doing that, and I'm fucking That's good fair. at it. I, I, I can do that, but I don't want to do. It. I can go to a racetrack and pick up a woman t- probably tonight. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. That's not the issue. I got if you. you want, if you want fake Jeff to meet people, fake Jeff can meet people. Hey, everybody, how you doing? We're coming to touch with conversationalromance.com. Who doesn't want I to come over you. here and have a time, right? There is that. But that, that, that's not me anymore. I, that is a great answer. I totally understand what you're saying. So how do I do it? How do I meet how people now without being that How do you present yourself in an authentic way and actually meet someone else on the other end who can be authentic at the same time not scare them away yeah yeah because the number so one of the things that this lady here she told me many times she goes oh my god jeff if people knew the real you if people knew how you were in person my gosh they you're you're all you're tiktok they have no idea how nice you are how how attentive how nice she says the perfect gentleman the consummate and i am i always have been but i always have been so i could get in her pants and now I'm not trying to get in nobody's pants. And I don't know how to do that. <laughs> uh, so why did you, you make that decision? Like, what, why did you have that shift? Because I want better, I want something different in my life. I hear you. Why did you, yeah, well, I mean, that's why you made the shift, right? You said you were, you were, you weren't thriving in Florida. With, I'm staying uh, true to myself, you know? Yeah. And, well, that's what I'm trying to do, too. Yeah. But but I, but now I'm trying to wonder: Is myself which self am I being true to? Because <laughs> I, I hear you on that too. Yeah, but I don't know. It's very interesting that I think that a woman can tell you that you are everything they've ever wanted, and I can I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> she said, "Remember, we only we only went to six dates. Was six days, six times we went out." And she goes. I'm just so afraid, Jeff. I never know. I don't know what I'm going to say next to trigger you. And I said, I said, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. That's, that's called dating. That's why you date somebody. So you can, and so, but she said, but I don't want to trigger you. I said, well, then don't date me. (laughs) (laughs) You, you, You see what I mean? You can't, you can't have it both ways. You know what I mean? I want to be perfect for you at all times, but I don't want to get to know you. Right. I don't. I don't want to have to do any hard work. I don't want to be rejected. I never want to be. That, that's what they're saying to me, right? They're saying that I will be in this relationship, Jeff, as long as you are happy with everything I do from now on out. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know how to fight that. And you're gonna. And most people are gonna say you're just not the right one. Mother Humper, you know how many ones there have been. Yeah, I think you gotta work. I mean, I, 
all equated to dancing. Like, you know, be a good dance partner. You gotta, you try to make them look good, they try to make you look good, and you gotta, you both look good. Well, that's the same with the relationship. You know, you spend time together. They're gonna have that's friends. They're gonna have breaks together. That's not. That's not how men look at dancing. Do we need to? Do we how, need to go back to fundamental man one hundred and one? How do they look at dancing? You're gonna look good with me, lady. Come on, that's it. I'll make you look good. I, you don't need to look. You don't need. I am. I am such a but good I'm dancer. Just telling you, you don't need, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. I'm going to have my I purpose. I. Yeah. I taught a lot of guys, and my job is to make them look good. All right. Well, you have an easy job. <laughs> we don't. We don't look at it that way. I don't care. And I said this when I was dancing in country bars because that's where I grew up. Country bars. I would ask a woman to dance. Oh, I don't know how. I said, I don't care, sweetheart. I'll show, I'll show you. Exactly. You just, all you do, usually, you, you'll find my hand right here on your back every time I turn you around, and I and, and I'll put my and your hand will be there too. You got that? And then yep. we can do it. Oh, that swing dancing right there. All you got to do is just don't don't fight me. Lovely. Yeah, but that doesn't work if you're not dancing anymore. And I don't. And the only place you can dance is either is either these like dance classes. And, and the the one lady that I dated in Key West for a little bit that said that she was not romantically attracted to me, she was like, but come on, I mean, this is like, I don't want to see you ever again, I, I don't feel about you that way, but come on down on Tuesday nights, we love the, the salsa dance. I'm like, no, why do I want a salsa dance with somebody that doesn't want to touch me? I don't want friends, I don't want female friends. I hear you. <sighs> So, do you think I'm a different person now than I was this morning when you saw the first live? Was it the first one this morning, like the real early? Yeah, that's. I, <laughs> I, I think it was real early because I'm in Texas, so it's a yeah, little. Yeah, it was early. That was pretty pathetic, um, wasn't it? You, what I saw, and this is just unfiltered because right. I really don't. I haven't had a chance to look at your account. Um, but basically, what I saw was someone who was. It seemed like you had a community of people around you. I didn't really necessarily like their advice they were giving, but. <laughs> You know, they can give it. Um, but you seemed distraught, but also strong at the same time. Like, okay, I saw you, it was just for a few minutes, I saw you send a text to her to ask her for breakfast. And then she mm. said no. And you said, forget that. And then yeah. you said, I thought you said you were leaving today. I am. But I mean, I thought today, today. And so I, I thought am. you would be gone. And then you said she came back. Yeah. You left. Oh, I like to drive at night. Oh, you're going to drive tonight. Yeah, I love to drive at night. I would much rather drive. If I'm doing highway driving, no, I'm not, if oh, I, okay. I, I prefer, okay. I prefer, no, I prefer not to be on highways, but if I'm, this is, this is, I'm, I'm right on 40 and, and I live up, my house is like a mile from highway 40. Okay. So I'm just going to get on the highway and hit the cruise control and go. All right. <clears throat> Jeep's well, already hooked sense. up. Everything, everything's unhooked except for the water hose. So I'll pull out probably 11 or 12. Okay. So yeah. what I saw, we get, so yes, you seem a little different. Um, hmm. You seem, you seemed a little, at first when I turned on, it looked like you were vulnerable, but then it's like you, you flipped while I was watching. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. That's but how it happens for me. How, how does it happen for you? When you're, when you're trying to fight through something, do you, do you like gradually into it or does it flip for you? Oh no, mine's a flip a switch. Yeah, mine's And I'm too. not saying that's good. I'm just saying that's what it is. So my, my off switch isn't as, as, as solid as it used to be. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go cold on you like I used to, but once I, if I'm in my head about something and once I have that aha moment, which usually involves a mushroom, but once I have that aha moment, 
I'm like, what? Why are you shaking your head on the mushrooms? Oh, because that's funny to me. I don't Why? do any substance at all. Why not? I don't need to. <laughs> well, okay. So, but, but you think mushroom is a substance? It is a substance. It's a plant, fungi, actually. So you don't eat lettuce? Not anymore. I'm meat, you don't cheese. Eat you don't eat tomatoes? No, oh, yeah. So no plants. Yeah, I mean, I can, but I don't actively try to. But I don't. I eat so, mushrooms, but I don't do like the ones in the woods. That, so why discriminate on the ones? So why discriminate against those? I guess I'm prejudiced towards certain mushrooms. What? I'm, so, I, I'm, I I'm like no, there's no, no judgment. My, I don't like substances that alter my um, uh, brain. I mean, you don't owe like, me. See that? Is there... Worry? I don't like that. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but that's not that's not real. So. I don't know what is going on with that damn camera, man. This camera is fucked up. It's weird because it's fine and then it goes crazy. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, right. So, but <clears throat> I'm kind of asking: the, Is it if you've never? Is it demonized to you? No, I. Um, I mean, I dream, but I like me better mm -hmm. when I'm not drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's an out. I mean, that's a drug. Um, I. I like how I feel. I, my body is happier when I'm outside, you know, walking, sunlight, drinking water, and eating. I just, I thrive. And when I go off of that, and it can even be sugar. When I start eating sugar, mm -hmm. I'm not thriving anymore. I'm not as um, healthy as I want to be. And that's my brain as well as my physical ability. So. Huh. Well, that's It makes me very unfit. <laughs> And that's okay. Gotcha. I don't, you know, I'm going to be me and hopefully one day that person who understands that will be attracted to it. Oh, yeah, that person's going to be attracted to it for sure. I So I kind of, I handed the opposite. I quit drinking and went on the mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. I needed a... Uh, eat them? I, I make tea you out of them. them. I make tea okay. out of them. I microdose. I don't. I don't do the HR puffing stuff. You know the boogaloo, electric boogaloo's. Uh, you know trips, uh, Sigmund the Sea Monster trips. That's not my right. jam. Right. I use it. I use it to keep my my brain chemicals kind of leveled. Okay. Right. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking it now. Do I? I can do tell. I see my, <laughs> you can. Do you, are you, because Wait, of the you cup? Just, no, or, you, just held, or, you just held it up. My tea. Exactly. Exactly. But does it? Does it? Do I appear to be all psyched out of my head? No. Right. No, you exactly. do not. And that's that's the point. I don't take it for that reason. I take it to smooth yeah. out my, my moods. I have a lot of trauma in my life. I was on cortisol for a lot of years and eight milligrams of Xanax and twenty milligrams of Xanax or of Ambien for thirty years. Wow. So I'm detoxing. <laughs> Did you get detoxing. rid of all of those? Or are you not taking oh, yeah. them? No, I don't take anything. Mushrooms. Oh, that's weed. outstanding. Mushrooms and weed. That's it. Yeah. I took an Advil the other day. I think, uh, well, I do. I take uh, methylated folic acid and shit like that, but that's, that's supplements. That's not. Yeah. Zinc and all that good stuff. I don't know. I, I, I envy your ability to ebb and flow with people.
Oh, I didn't want to cut you off. You were no, you didn't. Still um, you know, I am in a place in my life right now that I am, I lost everything in this one out of Everything. Like, and to start over and reinvent, I'm only 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and it's just amazing. So what is, are you reparenting? What do you mean by that? Oh, you never heard of reparenting yourself? Nope. So <clears throat> reparenting is when you go back and try to re, re, reassign stuff from your childhood, right? Oh, so in, from in my, my childhood? Case, yeah. So in my case, let me give you an example. In my case, I was, I was kind of feral. Most of my life, right? From I was dropped off at aunt and uncle's house at 12. They owned a grocery store. And they said, here, here's the keys to a Caprice Classic. Go to work, kid. And I've been paying rent ever since. So I didn't grow up, right? Nobody taught me how to shave. I didn't have a dad. I didn't have a, I didn't have a mom, really. So I had, I had a, you know, a bunch of family that I would bounce around to. So I didn't learn things like I wanted to learn them. So... I learned how to shave on my own and that went shitty. So what I did is I went back and, you know, I, I, through EDMR therapy, I don't know if you're familiar with EDMR therapy, but through EDMR therapy, I kind of built a, I built a place in my mind to go meet my inner child, right? My little Jeff. And, uh, no, it doesn't mean what you think it means, <laughs> little Jeff. So, <clears throat> so I, so I, I would go back and I would, I would sit down in the bed with him and say, Hey, you know, and this I, out loud, like a fucking idiot, like a crazy person, right? And I would, I would say, okay, well, little Jeff, here we are. What do you want to talk about today, man? I, remember that time when we were in ninth grade? Let's go back and do that different. Remember that time when you cut yourself shaving so hard? How about, let's teach you how to shave. Right? Let's teach you how to clean the toilet. Because nobody ever taught you. Somebody just threw a bucket and said, clean that shit up. Let me teach you what I t let me teach you what I know at fifty four at ten, Jeff, and see what you do with that information. That's reparenting. Okay. Yeah, I didn't need to do that. <laughs> mm. My parents were older than most people's parents, so we were kind of feral in a different way. Well, how um, old were you when you got married? How was I? What? How old were you how when old? you got married? Yeah. Twenty. So you lived. So you lived your. You lived your kind of adolescent life. Yes. Do you feel like you have any regrets? Oh no. Any, no. Do you no. feel you missed anything? Nope. Well, so I don't think you're ten. I'm just right now. So what I mean by ten is I, I, I started out with zero like money. Zero. Like, when I got divorced with full bankruptcy. Like right. I hit a reset button, and I had to start from scratch but I did it on my own because there's no one else around mm -hmm. my parents died fairly quickly and so I built um, what I have right now my mom was still alive when this whole thing happened but she passed away shortly thereafter okay. and um so what, anyway. so what do you want out of what do you want out of relationship going forward do you, are you happy with the casuals here's and theirs no full disclosure I would love to find my forever person what does that but look I'm like to compromise what I believe in. I, I'm not asking to compromise, but what does right. your forever person look like? Um, uh, that's, I, I think it's pretty simple. Um, yeah. For me, uh, my like skin, 
kind of like tingles when I just think about them. Like I, I, they, there's an energy. Um, I want them to live. Want I want them to want to live a happy, healthy life. I don't. I want. I've been around people who are so sad and depressed about everything, and I can't help them. Like okay. I try. I used to try to rescue people, and right. that never ended well. Um, oh. So they've got to be confident. I don't care if they have money, but I don't want them to. I don't care if they have a million bucks. If they still have a million bucks and they spend two million a year, that means nothing to me. If they only right. make forty thousand dollars a year, but they spend thirty, that's my first. If they okay. can live within their means, they have this. Okay. And then they should know how to <laughs> dance, but I'm happy to teach them. <laughs> okay. I've taught many to dance. <laughs> right. And that's really simple. It's um, and that they're on that they're honest, like with themselves as well as with me. You know. Okay. Yeah. It, to me, it sounds all so obvious, but. So you don't care how old they are. Oh, age is not a factor. I've dated. <laughs> A what? <laughs> in the last 10, 11 years, my age range has been, well, I never knew this one guy's name, last name. I just called him Sean Youngin. He was in Vegas, and he, I bet he was 26 years old. And okay. then 70. So my range is, it ages, I've met healthy 70-year-olds, yeah. and I've met, you know, they just, health is, and I don't mean that they're born healthy. I mean, like, that they're making good choices. If they're diabetic, they live within their diabetes. If they fought cancer, they, they're they're actively living the very best life they can. I don't know if 70, that 70 is a jump, man. There's, you know, every at our age, 10 years, we're at a really fun year where 10 years means a lot to us. If you're, I have 54, I'm 54 also, at 54, 44 is too young, and there are not many 64-year-olds that, you know what I mean? What's well, funny because for the last few people that I've dated, they've all been sixty something. Um, I think it's and, easier for men and women to be the man to be the older one than the woman. Yeah, my mom and dad were ten years apart, and mm. she basically said, "Remember, they were older than most people." So my dad died at a young age, but old enough that my mom's like that age difference. She said got bigger and bigger as yeah. they got older. Well, and so, so I this, hear you. So the Georgia Peach. She was, she's seven years younger than me, right? And I, I'm like, yeah, that's cool for me, but what happens when I'm 60 and you're 53? Or 65 and you're 50? Yeah, right. Ah, right? But, but, and it, I want to make sure that if somebody sees this that's over the age of 60 and gets mad at me for saying there's not many 64-year-olds that I would, it doesn't have anything to do with the way they look. No. It's the attitudes. Now, looks are important. I'm going to have to be physically attracted to you. I'm going to have, when we're in the moment, I'm going to have to be able to perform due to physicalities. That's true. But the real, the real thing that I, the issue that I've had talk, just talking to the few older women is they don't want a man. They don't want a man that has ideas. They don't want a man that has goals. They don't, they want, they want a boy in a man's body to do whatever they want them to do. Wow. I, this, one, this one lady was beautiful. She is 66 years old. And she said, uh, I don't know, I, I don't even know what the conversation was, but oh, oh, it was about, it was about my, I have a Harley, right? I have a motorcycle. Yeah. I didn't say anything about the Harley. I said something about it. She goes, well, motorcycles are dangerous. I said, yes, ma'am, they are. And I said, well, and she goes, well, you know, do you ride blah, blah, blah. I said, ma'am, I, this, what I, I, I'm not going to ask you to get on the motorcycle. That's kind of the thing that I do by myself. 
So I'm, I'm 54 years old. I've been on motorcycles since I was seven years old. I know the dangers of them. I'm going to go from there. So, well, I don't think you do. I said, well, I said, stop. Man. You are not going to talk to me like that. You are not going to sit here and lecture a grown-ass man about the dangers of the proponents or the distractions of motorcycles in modern society. I fucking know it better than you do. I'm on it every day. So what, get, and this is, this is the common thing. They all want to tell men what to do. Only the older ones. And it's like, so I don't care about an age difference, but you need to clean that off your mouth, sonny. I'm just, a, get here, come here. Uh, hey, Grandma. What's up, Papa? I don't know. It's a hard, it's a hard, strange thing, lady. It is. It no. It. I. Uh, I didn't think it'd be so different, but then I thought about it. You know, when we met people when we were in college, the the slate mm. was kind of cool. You know, we mm. were still inventing ourselves and building ourselves. Don't even don't. Hey, so here's the thing, man. Think about this. 1987. 1986, yep. right? I got that's that. Me and you. That's, that's our that's our wheelhouse. I'm cruising the strip, right? I'm in my I'm in my 1977 Cutlass Calais with loud pipes and a three quarter cam. Boom, boom. I got Playboy door locks and a Playboy air fresher, gray fuzzy wool seats. Hey baby, <laughs> yeah, it's a hey baby. I weighed 132 pounds <laughs> at six foot three, man. I was a I was a something else. I was a sight to have. Six chest hairs too. It was no, it was seven by that age total turn on oh, by that point yeah so Listening i'm like hey yeah and a girl was driving by and i said hey can i get your number they'd give me their number yeah and then i'd go home on monday i'd call and say hey this is the guy from the white cutlass said, oh hey my name's sandy what's your name i said my name's jeff so you want to go to the movies yeah let's go to the movies i live over at 425 Boston Street in Chrome, Texas, come pick me up. And I go pick her up. Those are the good old days. We would go to the movies without knowing what was fucking playing. Most right, likely. it didn't matter. And we didn't know what time it was playing. We didn't know anything. We'd stand there and go, oh, uh, okay, yeah. Oh, let's do that. And we would go that one. We'd go in and we got 20 minutes. So let's go in and get some popcorn. That was a date. I love it. That was that was great dates. Now yes. let me show. Now here's how a date goes. Now. Yep. All right, you ready? 2024. Bing. You have been liked. Oh, cool. <laughs> right. Bing, 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 bing. For the women's side, they got 435 likes. So, oh, let's see. I'll take that one. And she likes me back. I'm like, oh hey, how you doing? I love the way that, you know what, ma'am? I love all your pictures, but that one with you and the iguana in that bathing suit, how did you fight those lizards off? I don't know how you did it. Whatever it is, right? Because I'm that guy. Yeah. Stop the camera. And then she goes, how's your day? <laughs> right? Completely ignoring whatever the eye said. Right, like, right. And then we we do we do that, that I have to pull anything out of them right because they've got 50 guys and i'm just one pulling information i say hey you want to have call i said i would love to call you sometime oh well i i prefer to you know i tell you what how about i'm gonna i will meet you at this place at this time and instead i'm like no i'm out the balance is off right that's how the dates go. And then and then I'm not allowed to meet her. I, and then she's going to tell 14 other friends. She, we're going to do a 15-minute coffee date because she's probably had 45 coffee dates in the last two fucking months. She's a serial fucking dater. 
she's looking for the one, but she's looking for the one so fast she can't read her own radar, if you know what I mean, right? No, it's true. Yeah. It's like it's like a hunt for Red October. He's going so That's fast funny. she couldn't hear his his daughter's stereo <laughs> over part of her. Dick is. Yeah. At that speed. So I don't know what to do. I'm I'm like I'm a dinosaur that hasn't fossilized yet. Yeah, see, I don't know about you, but I don't know that I'm 54 in the sense that I am whatever age I'm hanging around. And so it's oh. weird when I realize, whoa, I'm not the same age as these people, you know? I don't get that that much because most of my friends are older, too. Um, I, don't, I don't get what I get is uh, I'm sitting there in adult conversations, like especially when I used to be in these crazy meetings I was in. I'd sit in a meeting and go, I like farts. I farted. Did I need a fart? I'm 13 years old on the inside of my head, right? I'm sitting in that board meeting. I, oh, shit. Check this out. So this is my... What does that look like to you? Looks like a journal. Yeah, exactly. Hang on. This is the best. It's an iPad. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> right? So get this. My One of my best... My, I only have... Well... I had two friends. I had three friends. I had a buddy from third grade and my buddy in Reno and my neighbor. And now I have two. My buddy in Reno and my neighbor. So he was, he, he, he was, saw, we, he's my sailing buddy. We were, on, we were down in the Virgin Islands last year. And uh, I'm sitting there up on the top and doing a, doing a live, I think. And I've got my, my iPad up. He goes, hey. What? He goes, hey. I said, what? He goes, that's your iPad? Like, yeah. He goes, you motherfucker. I said, what? He goes, how long have you had that cover? It's about seven years. I wouldn't like it for seven years. He goes, you son of a bitch. All this time, I thought you were like writing. I thought you were the smartest mother. I thought, I thought oh you were like. Oh my gosh. I, was like, I said, no, dude, I'm surfing poor. <laughs> Come on, man. This is my oh, poor that's machine. too funny. I love so, yeah, it. Yeah, it I don't even know what thought of that. What were we talking about? I think you just saw it. You kind of squirreled. Uh, I'm squirreling everything. Uh, it's been an hour, lady. I've, I've bugged your ear for an hour. I need to get off of here. Thank you so much for taking the time in your van. What? So, so what part of the country are you in right now, lady? I'm in Texas right now. Oh, yeah, you said that. Texas. Yeah, yeah and I'll right. be working my way to Mexico, then Vegas, mm. um, make it a little bit to California, and then I'm going to walk across Arizona. I'll start um, yeah. at the end of February. At the end of this month, I'll start walking at the border, and I'll go all the way to Utah. What, what are you going to do? Oh, you're going to go up. I got it. I'm just going to hike That's, it. Right. So, I'll, uh, so I ditched my van throughout my yeah. There you go. So you, are you in Santa Fe a lot, you said? Is that where you're from? My home is very close, Los Alamos. The All right. So, uh, so you ever go to the Jambo Cafe? Yeah. Oh, man. I miss that place. Aw. I yeah, miss I that place. Yeah. Well, went, went through there last week, but my executive producer, I was on the Harley. And I was leaving, so she was the one making the reservations. Yeah. She grabbed, she grabbed like this Airbnb, like 17 miles out of town, and I had a horrible ass drive getting in there. So by the time we got there, I we we got Jambo Cafe Uber. And you said Uber. just recently, because there was snow. No, no, this was back in August. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. We got, the, we got Jambo Cafe delivery. It was still good, but it was not oh, the same. Nice. Yeah. And there's the, what's that Tune Up Cafe too? That old gas station breakfast place? It's called Tune Up, I think. They yeah, have I don't the, know that one. The, the best fruit Belgian waffles in town. Oh, oh with a caramel, a caramel pancake sauce. 
They do a homemade creme fraiche on their on their potato lockies too. Uh, they have some pretty good food in uh, Los Alamos and Santa Fe and Albuquerque. Yeah, so I so I did a ton of work in the labs, right, or on the on the facility, um, and uh, like yeah. Sandia and Los Alamos. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in Sandia. We used to blow shit up. I I worked at Sandia, Los Alamos, test site, all of those. Me too. The best times, the best times are when we didn't have anything to do and we could just shoot gophers, those little, those little groundhogs. No, you're right. Groundhogs, gophers. Yeah. Prairie dogs. Prairie, prairie dogs. dogs. That's what it was. That's yeah. prairie dogging. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. Shoot those. Up. Those are hard to hit. Those suckers are fast. Oh my gosh. So you're out there by the golf course on Sandia property? Yeah. So you, you head past the golf course about two miles and take it right yep. up to the Boom Boom House. That was my, yep. that was my work for the Boom Boom no House. No way. Hey, clear. Hey, they want clear. Fire, fire, fire. All the days. Fuck. This is obviously not classified. I worked on the Copperhead Project. So oh, yeah. Okay. That yeah. was a pretty cool one. I did not. <laughs> Grunt shit. All right, late. Thank you very much for your time. Hey. It was not. It was a pleasure to be. This is the first time we've ever met. Uh, we didn't even have yeah, a, no, a no online presence or anything. Yeah. Right, I so just yeah. Live. Well, that's what this platform is for. So let me. So let me let you. Since we are brand new, on the way out of here, everybody. This is. This is. <laughs> thank you for listening to Conversation Romance, the podcast. But what we do here sometimes, Kim, is is we do the podcast. We talk. We have. We try to do roundtables. We get four or five people in. I'm trying. I don't have many men that follow me. I'm working on that. I'm trying to get a couple single men, a couple single women. We'll do some some meet and greets. Yeah. I want to do. I mean, who knows? It might even turn into a dating show. How fun would that be? There you go. But we also we also offer services here too. For at free of charge, everything I do is free. If you have, if you know a couple, an interesting family or family member, a crazy uncle or somebody that that has a story, and they want to tell it, I will I will I will record their story. I will aid their story. To I will. Anything. I don't give a shit. It's there, and here's how it works. I will get. I will sit down with them. If we have to do it online, we can. I prefer to do it in person. If they like to drink beer, we'll have all the beer they want. If they, whatever they want to do, they can do. If it's a couple, I'd like to spend thirty minutes with each of them alone, and then bring them together. Ah. Right. I'll I'll bring weed and mushrooms, whatever you want. I'll try to facilitate the best I can, and then I'll give them the story. I will give them a hard drive that has their story on it in 4K with a table of contents, with a narration, with a with a with a, a, a script, a transcript. They'll have it all, and they can do with their story what they want. I will never use their name and likenesses or their exact stories, but I will use the experience. That's fair. Yeah, that's what I do. And I don't care who it is. I, I can't go everywhere, but if you, I can get some places, and I'll be more than happy to do it if you know anybody who needs it. I think. I'm I think have that, to look you up when I'm in Oklahoma because I've got a few stories. <laughs> I'm, off, I, I'm, off, I'm straight off of 40, man. I'm in between four truck stops and 40. You can't miss me. I go I'm by. On, I'm, I'm on 40 all the time. I'm on Route 66. I'm on oh, the route. Wow. I'm on the original nice. route. My, my front yard ends in it. So. That's crazy. <clears> well, thank, thank you, you for the new platform <laughs> whatever for i've never done a podcast so there you go you have now you'll never forget your first that's right, right. that's what they say so the podcast is conversation romance everybody i'm jeff that was kim she might be back i don't know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. thank you very much for joining us man don't hang up we're going to talk after the show i'm going to see if i can get the music to play it didn't play earlier but it never does this is we only pay like a shit ton of money for this software they just don't care <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Thank you again. Happy Saturday is, woo, let's do this. We are almost out.
Bye, everybody.